Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. I'm your host, Kim Arnold, and welcome to Truth Love, where we discuss life's issues and the truth of God's word and love without judgment or condemnation. Okay, good day, everybody. I hope everybody has had an awesome day. And uh, we are back. I'm at the table with my partner. Hey, hey, hey. Lander is at the table. And today, E, I want to talk about how do you carry God? And I want to start out by talking about where God resided in the Old Testament and how that happened and how he was positioned. I'm going to start with that. Okay. So if you were reading back um, Old Testament times, you would understand, and if you don't understand, that's why we're going through it, that God resided in an ark. It was called the Ark of the Covenant, okay? And occasionally, as the Israelites moved around, they would have to, quote-unquote, move God and the tabernacle where he resided. Okay. okay, so there was a procedure for all of this. They would set up the tabernacle. There were three courts, an outer court, uh, uh, inner court, and then what was called, the third was called the Holy of Holies. And that's where the ark resided. And in front of that, there was a veil um, that, you know, only the high priest went in there once a year, right? So when they moved him, it was very specific. Um, the Le- only a Levite priest could do it, and um, they weren't allowed to touch the ark. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a specific way to carry God. Can you tell us a little bit about that way in which God was carried uh, in the Old Testament? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I just, I, I first of all, I find the tabernacle just to, you know I do, right? Yes, I, yes. I love it, right? I love studying up on it. Uh, and again, it was the ark. So when they moved camp, they would, you know, disassemble this um, tabernacle. Mm-hmm. And God was then, or the Ark of the Covenant, which is where God resided, or his presence, I should say. Okay. You know, God right. is everywhere. Yeah, right. Um, they would, uh, you know, take down the tabernacle and... Only, again, the priests were allowed to move the ark, and, and, and it had four rings on the corner of the ark, and then they were to put poles on each side, okay. and they were to hoist up the ark and put it on their shoulder. Okay. And that's how they carried God. And he was very specific, and even within the Levites, there were three branches of Levites. I can't remember the other two. I didn't jot them down in my notes, but the ones that could carry the ark were called the Kohathites. Kohathites. Yeah. So they could carry this ark. No other Levite priest uh, could do that. And they still, they were not allowed to touch God. So the pole, the, the way it was structured, it seems like the poles and the rings were able to prevent them from touching the presence of God, the holy and sacred Right, that is, you're okay. exactly correct, okay. right? Okay. And and if you look back in the Old Testament, it always says, you know, thou shalt touch no holy thing if you're going yes. through. And so here's this ark that's holy. So, you know, God was like, can't touch this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, y'all thought somebody else yeah. wrote that song. No, okay. <laughs> it was God. So that is how, in the Old Testament, uh, the Ark of the Covenant, which had the presence of God, was carried. Okay. So, so tell me, Kim, a little bit about and tell the audience about how David uh, prepared the tabernacle in Jerusalem um, back in those days in the Old Testament. Absolutely. So David, um, when he became king, set up a tabernacle in Jerusalem and was preparing to move the Ark of the Covenant from the tabernacle, I think it was in Gibeon as the city, not that that's relevant as we're talking here today. And this is the first time that he actually, in terms of the Bible, is it noted that he's carrying uh, this tabernacle, or, or at least making an attempt at it, right? Or, that is that is correct. Okay, okay. Correct, and I like your choice of words, attempt, <laughs> as we will see, as we're going to see further in the story. Okay. So he sets up Uh, a tabernacle within Jerusalem, and he goes to get it. Now, I just said, hey, God was very specific. Yeah. um, How you were supposed to carry, you know, his presence and what was supposed to happen, right? So he takes 30,000 men with him to go get the tabernacle. No problem with that, right? Right. I mean, we can get it, right? Right. 30,000. I think that's great, but... A lot of manpower. Yeah, but not one of them was a priest is that right yeah okay so you know it's like they're gonna have a celebration yeah but at the jump street god is not in it because the priest isn't even there to carry you know uh the ark and i you know maybe david's feeling himself or something i don't know right i'm not god was david was a man after god's own heart so this is not judgment no but you know sometimes as we can see as we go through uh carrying god we Sometimes think we just begin to be a little bit too familiar with Good God. Word. Good word. Familiar, comfort, comfortable, complacent. Yes. yes. Um, you know, if you don't mind. Go ahead. He, we can count on God. And the dependency sometimes that, and, and that we know we can count on God, we can get that complacency. And it's a compliment to God, but it's not the reverence he deserves. Exactly. That is exactly correct. So... Maybe that's what was going on, right? He takes all these people with him, pomp and circumstance, which is great because, hey, we're going to the king. Yeah. You know, pomp and circumstance is great, but the priests weren't there. And not only that, I, I said earlier how he was supposed to, they were supposed to transport it on the poles that sat on the shoulders of the Kohathites. Well, mm-hmm. not only were the Kohathites not there, David decided to have a new cart built and put the ark up on top of the cart. Sounds like you're getting out in front of God or just not not following the instructions, the manual of life or God's book. Right. It's what he asked, yeah. right? So they he's on they put this ark on the cart and they're going through and one of the gentlemen with them is Uzza mm. and they get over an area and the oxen stumbles, and Uzzah reaches out his hand as if to grab the ark and dies immediately. Mm. Now, I just said, you know, earlier, Scripture says, thou shall not touch a holy thing, right? right? And right. the Kohathites could not even touch the ark. So here's Uzzah reaching out his hand and thinks he's going to help God, <laughs> I guess. And I'm not knocking Uzzah because, you know, we do it, right? 
we think time. we're going to help all God. the time. With some, I'm so good at that. I'm like, you know what? I've got plan A, B, C, and D. Yeah. You know, at times. You that I'm. God laugh? Tell him your plan. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So he reaches out. He goes to touch. The, he touches the ark. He immediately dies. And, you know, again, that familiarity because the ark had resided at his dad's house, Abinadab. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that ark had been there. And, you know, I say all that because Uzzah ought to have known better. Right, right. right. Okay. That, that's been in my house. I know that's why I was talking about familiarity. Sometimes we get too familiar at times. And that, that's just my opinion, how I'm, I'm looking at this story, right? Clearly, and, clearly it makes sense why you would see that and you would expect him to have known. Absolutely. But, but you know what? But here's what happens to Elander. Sometimes we, we do something without thinking, mm. right? So I think that was the case with Uzzah, right? He, that would have been a natural instinct to grab your hand out there, right? But you're trying to help God, and he's like, nah, I, I, not only do I not need you to do that, I've, I've asked you not to. So that's why, again, uh, that, point. you know, familiarity, I keep saying that, I know, but sometimes we just be, think we become too familiar with God and don't treat his presence, as you said earlier, with mm-hmm. reverence. So, mm-hmm. so all of that to say... Um, David gets upset because Uzzah has died. And, you know, even when I'm reading this story, I thought, you know, there are consequences for, um, following a leader Mm. who are not following God appropriately. Right. So that was just kind of a side note because he had all these men with him. Uh, that's us, a whole nother episode. That's a whole, yeah, okay, that no, is no, a no, whole. No, no, really, as you talk that, I'm going, wow, there's so many ways we can go with that one. But yes. that's a whole nother episode. But, you know, you see yeah, that in yeah, there, right? Yeah. So David, uh, you know, he's he's hurt, right? Uh, he's upset that Uzzah has died. And, I, you know, I'm sure he probably feels responsible uh, that that's happened. Mm-hmm. So he leaves the ark. He doesn't take it with him. He leaves it at a gentleman's house uh, named Obed Edom. My for th- guy. Obed yeah, for three. Edom. Obed Edom for three months. Mm. What happened with Obed Edom in the three months while the ark was there? Yeah, well, what what do you think would happen if the presence of God sat in your mm. house? Mm-hmm. Uh, fire by night. Blessings smoke, upon yeah. blessings. <laughs> upon blessings. <laughs> Obed Edom was blessed so much and David heard this that then he became comfortable thinking okay did he go back yes he became comfortable (laughs) to go back and now bring the ark to Jerusalem okay so all right so our guy Obed Edom's getting blessed David's hearing about it he's getting comfortable he wants to go back I'm assuming I'm guessing kind of know a little bit but tell us, did he do some things different? Did he go get the ark? What what happened this second time around? Yeah, you know, you know, when we learn, <laughs> what, learning from our mistakes, right? I guess you know, usually the second time around, we do it differently, right? Um, and he did, okay. You know, so he goes to Obed Edom's house. He, you know, takes the priest. Okay. They decide they're going to carry it the right way. But here's what I love, Elander. This is like one of my favorite things in this particular passage it says you know they they get the ark and they take six steps mm. 
and he stops the whole procession, and they just start, they broke out and praising God, praise right? Praise God. And, and they praise God all the way home. You know, I think David is just overwhelmed at the awesomeness of God, at his mercy, mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. his love. He's learned a valuable lesson. Yeah. And God still loves us when we don't do it right and gives us a second chance. I'm a second chance. Yes, praise you know. God. Hallelujah. So I had read <laughs> that some theologians had said, and I love this, that uh, hey, they think David stopped every six feet and praised God, but That's a long I, did, way I, home. I doubt it. <laughs> that took a long time. Yeah, it would have taken him like three weeks to get <laughs> home. But you know, hey, look, sometimes he just blesses you so well that that would be appropriate, right? Amen. But I think it was a matter of him stopping, uh, understanding that God was pleased because he had come back mm-hmm. and he had taken the time to do all of this right, and and he was what he was doing this time was acceptable before God because he was following God's instructions. Amen. Well, you know, Kim, that in and of itself, following God's instruction Mm -hmm. is enough to praise him. So amen. Hallelujah. You know what? Life is so much better when I follow his instruction. Yeah, it works out better too. (laughs) I'm not saying it's absent of problem or troubles, but it's so much better. Yes. More peace, more joy, more blessing, more praise. Yes. Carry on. Okay. So now, you know, I'm going to, I want to segue from, you know, where God resided in the Old Testament days to now. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I started out the episode by saying, hey, how do we carry God? Right. So anybody who's listening right now that you may not know, I'm going to, I want to go through this and explain it. Okay. Today, there, you know, no one knows, first of all, where the Ark of the Covenant is, right? It's been gone for many years or, you know, out of sight, I should say, right? Okay. So today we carry God. Fortunately, we do not have this physical Ark where we're having to go, a priest go before the presence of God. We have the ability mm. to carry the Ark in our hearts, mm. the presence of God in our hearts. So, in effect, if you want to know where the Ark is today, mm-hmm. In the heart of every believer that's out there. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we have that ability. And that's because Jesus came, died on the cross, Amen. and rose three days later. So he died for us, mm-hmm. and he rose for us. Praise and God. that gives us the ability to carry the ark within our hearts, the presence of God. And Elander, that in itself is an awesomeness, right? That's a testimony, awesomeness. That's a praise. That's that's worship. That's that's reverence. That's glory. I, I love God. Yeah, Amen. I love God. I love and, God. And you know what I love about that? Because in the Old Testament, you know, God resided in. I told you the Holy of Holies. Only the high priest could mm-hmm. go in there. Mm-hmm. But this is New Testament, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Spirit of God is everywhere. He can reside in my heart. He can reside in your heart. So. A lot of times when you hear people say, you know, I'm going to church to meet God, and I'll say, I'm going to church and I'm taking him with me. Amen. Right? My heart because, is his home. Right, because he is with us at all times. Mm. So, Amen. again, fortunately, you don't. we don't have to um, go to him indirectly. We can go to him directly. Now, the thing of it is, there is, 
how do we carry God in our hearts, right? How, what is the process for having the ark reside, I guess I should say, within us, us. right? So Old book? Testament, you know, the New Testament, again, I said it's, hey, Lander, it's accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And what I like about that, it's an open invitation yes. to anybody. It doesn't matter how, if you're rich, if you're poor, it doesn't matter about the color of your skin. It doesn't matter about your social economic status. It doesn't matter if you're educated, uneducated. We all have the ability to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and carry the ark in our hearts. And I love this. And so the way we do this is, first, we have to understand that Jesus is. We have to accept that by faith, right? And then what we do is we call upon the name of the Lord and ask him to forgive our sins. Mm -hmm. So it's repenting of our sins, Mm -hmm. you know, and asking him to uh, forgive us and then asking him to come live within me, Mm. you know, and that is the process. Uh, And I could go way in depth with that, but this is not the episode with for that either. It is absolutely knowing where the Ark of the Covenant is today. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, it's in your heart. And, you know, I just want to say anybody today that um, wants to know Jesus Christ, you can do that uh, here today. If you want the Ark of the Covenant um, to reside in you, um, you can have that today. And what I want to say is this as well, Elander. You know, we're we're constantly learning, mm-hmm. right? And so I always want to approach Jesus Christ the way David did the second time mm. around, right? With reverence and an understanding. I want to stop and give him praise and give him glory and thank him for what he's done you know, in my life. And yes. I tell you, if if you begin to wake up every day and do that. So that's why I think, did I say this earlier? I said, no, I didn't. Would, which, did I say if you could imagine if we took six steps in the morning? Mm. Okay, so remember I said, David, stopped after yeah. six steps. Yeah, yeah. If we took six steps when we got up, stopped and started praising God mm. and praised him all the way home just like David did. He praised him all the way home. As a matter of fact, he praised him uh, so mightily that when he gets close to his home, his wife was embarrassed and told him he was all acting all undignified. Yeah, isn't that something, though? Yeah. She was like, what are you doing? What, what did David say? That would be my, my question. He what was like, you, you know what? He said, you know, the Lord appointed me over. Israel. And it was funny. He goes, instead of your father, (laughs) because, you know, this wife was Michelle, which was Saul's uh, daughter. Mm -hmm. And David was king after Saul. Right. So he goes, look, I'm uh, he appointed me. And he goes, and you know what? Next time I'm going to be even more undignified. (laughs) Right. So he was just saying and he even said, I'll I don't care. I'll be humiliated for God in my own eyes. Mm -hmm. So when I say. I want to go to God every time like that. I want to praise him with an abandonment to to do that. I want to live for him. I want to live by his statutes. I want to 
that is my desire. We always all fall short. But you know what? There is the cross every time, every time. all over again to come back and, yes. and repent and say, Lord, I'm coming back again afresh and anew. Um, and to be honest, I'm, I repent every day because I, I don't make it 24 hours without needing to hey, repent. Fresh anointing. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. And fresh repentance. Fresh right. repentance. <laughs> a fresh renewing of my mind. That's right. Be ye transformed by yes. the renewing of your mind. <laughs> That's right. So all of that to say, um, David said, hey, I'll just get even more undignified. And uh, he was just thankful Unto God. So today, here's what I want to end up with. Okay. E. Talk to me. If you're listening today and you said, hey, you know what? I want to carry Jesus Christ in my heart. I want the ark residing in me. And you don't know him as your Lord and Savior. This is your day. This yes. is the day. Thank you. you know what? This gives us, when we walk with Jesus, we walk with him here on earth Life is not perfect, but nothing like knowing that you have got a king of kings over your life. He's there anyways, but wouldn't it be great if if you accepted him? Yes. Right? Yes. And not only that, you have eternal life. Eternal life. So that when we leave this place, we have eternal life. You know, before I was going to say when we're wrapping up, I want to pray, but I want to throw a story in here okay I have a cousin uh she well she passed away of cancer and she was young she was 43 and her and her husband got married really young like 18 so you know they were married 20 plus years when she passed away and he told me he said Kim I was so distraught you know losing her that every day every day he drove to the cemetery and sat out by her grave Mm. And he said, he he was so distraught, he asked God, what can I do? And he went and talked to a pastor, and he said, you know, she's not there, number one. Uh, what you do to alleviate your pain and to live life to its fullness, accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Amen. He said, I came to bring life and bring it more abundantly. Yeah. And so he said, Kim, you know, I accepted Jesus Christ, and he goes, I have never looked back. Wow. He goes, I never, he actually said, he goes, I never went to the cemetery ever again after that. that he amazing? said, because you know what? My wife wasn't there. Um, she was with the Lord. She knew the Lord. And he says, and one day I'm going to see Jesus, and I'll see her again because I'm with the Lord. And so he was so grateful understanding one, what it meant to receive Jesus Christ and walk with him on earth, but then knowing, hey, I've got eternal life. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to share. But I'm going to say this. I want you, Elander, if you would, to pray for our listeners. I want, if you would, pray a prayer of salvation uh, for anybody who wants to receive Jesus Christ. And then pray a prayer for somebody who would say, you know what, Kim, I know uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, the ark resides inside of my heart. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I haven't carried him well. Yeah. I'm not carrying him maybe like David. And I don't mean that you have to stop every six feet and praise him, but you know you're not living a life for God Yeah. and how he asks you to live. It's throughout the New Testament, right? right? And we're going to get into more topics uh, like that this year. 
as we're going along. But would you do that, E? Would you pray? I would be honored to do that. Um, Father God, we come before you with the listeners of Truth Love, seeking you, Father, for salvation. And we ask that if anyone here under the sound of my voice is seeking life and life more abundantly, that they confess with their tongues, Jesus is Lord, and open their hearts to receive him as the head of their lives. We ask that they confess and repent of their sins, Father God, here and now, and be joined forevermore through the blood of Jesus. Father God, for those that are here under our sound of voice that know you and have a relationship, we ask that you create in them a clean heart, that you renew their spirit, that you renew their commitment to you, and that you rejuvenate the Holy Spirit and its power within their heart and the connected tissue to you and a connected spirit to you, Father. Father God, we thank you for these listeners. We thank you for your love and your power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for my sister, Kim, and this podcast, Truth Love. We thank you for the opportunity to be servants unto you. We ask and we say all of these things in the name above every other name, Jesus the Christ. Amen. 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 And I just want to tell our listeners that um, if you receive Jesus today or if you're looking to just renew that relationship with him, we have some resources for you on the website www.truthlove.net. There is a uh, button at the top on the menu called um, Christian Resources. And so you may have some other questions. And so take, take a look at those resources. And if you have any questions, send us an email um, as well. We, if you look on the website, there's a place to send an email. Or if you have a message, we, we would love to hear from you. And again, as um, Elander said, you know, accepting Christ is not, it, it, it's not a complicated thing, right? It's just that simple stopping and saying, Lord, I repent. Mm-hmm. I ask for your forgiveness. Would you come into my life today? And may I live for you. Make my heart your home. Yes, make my heart the ark of the, the covenant. Ark. Oh, yeah. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. All right. So we want to thank our listeners for being with us today. Look, tune into next time because we got great stuff coming your way. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Elander. Thank, thank you for having me. God bless. Thank you for joining us today on Truth Love, where our mission is always to speak God's truth in love as we follow Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life.